Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, yeah. Smell that. That's the smell of freedom after 40 years! Oh, mate. Doesn't it feel different, eh? Brexit. Oh! Brexit! Brexit! Very happy 2020 to you. <laughs> what am I doing? I keep writing 2020 on my checks. No, I don't. No one writes checks or dates on anything uh, anymore. I, I don't know how your break was. Uh, lots of um, sort of news programs weren't there where those extended packages because minimal staff uh, over Christmas and uh, a, lot, a lot of people deploy, including the Archwell podcast, actually, the Archwell podcast, um, saying uh, if you were to write a letter to yourself uh, from 2020 to 2021, you know, what, how would you begin that letter, a letter to yourself uh, a year from now? Uh, my would open with dear rat eating loser you um are you doing <laughs> I'm, an up, I'm an upbeat guy i'm sort of tired of this sort of johnsonian politics of uh, optimism being a political standpoint you know I, I don't want you to be optimistic you know we're being optimistic at the moment with this kind of you know, we're not going to do a complete lockdown we think we think we can yeah, with a will we can do this. no your job is to think about doom all the time and prepare for it. Not to be, oh, yeah, probably be fine. We'll keep the schools open. It's probably be fine. I don't know if my child's school's going to be open or not tomorrow. Anyway, uh, are you doing dry January? Are you? Are you? Are you doing? Are you? Are you? Oh, that are you? Oh, that's not very optimistic. I think my liver will be fine. And with a will with our great British livers. Uh, apparently a record number of Britons planning to forego booze during the so-called dry January. Um, the uh, charity Alcohol Change UK. Spare me some change for alcohol in the UK. Uh, said its polling shows more than six and a half million adults intend to participate in dry January. Could I not go for a, like a sort of a damp January? Like instead of a wet one? Like just a... Uh, it's up from 3.9 million last year. Wow. Uh, that's uh, the equivalent of one in five of people who drink alcohol. I was tickled by this. Uh, do you know the name of the social responsibility and regulatory body for alcohol in the UK? Do you know what it's called? 
It's called the Port Man Group. What do you drink? Port Man. In groups in the park. Anyway, uh, apparently, uh, apparently we're all absolutely crackers now for the, the, the zero alcohol uh, stuff. Uh, don't do, Not the Guinness, though. If you've laid in some Guinness... Uh, the 0, 0.0 uh, non-alcoholic Guinness version, uh, it's been recalled um, due to uh, microbiological contamination possibilities. It's precautionary. <laughs> Don't drink it. Um, apparently this only affects customers in Great Britain as the product was not yet on sale in Ireland or Northern Ireland. <laughs> it speaks volumes, I think. And that volume is, of course, zero percent. Uh, in other news, uh, I don't know if you're thinking about uh, holidaying in this country, maybe doing a bit of a uh, bit of camping. Um, uh, please, let's take a leaf out of New Zealand's uh, posterior and be careful with what we do with our poo. Uh, apparently, um, it's been a huge problem of people just uh, defecating all over the uh, all over the shop uh, in New Zealand. So, you know, it's not that brilliant, is it? Sure, they've got like zero COVID and great quality of life and all the billionaires are trying to buy it because of the apocalypse coming. But it's strewn in excrement. Some would call that a plus. Uh, the tourism minister, Stuart Nash, said he intends to ban the lease or hiring of vans without toilet facilities to international visitors in a bid to combat waste. Yes, you will not be able to rent a motor caravan uh, that does not contain an empty Fanta bottle. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going on laybys, OK? Uh, uh, not that I spend a lot of time in laybys. Anyway, Stuart Nash, the tourism minister, said uh, if the driver or the passenger wants to go to the toilet, we all know examples of this. They pull over to the road and they, in our waterways. Well, it seems to me the tourism minister could do with bagging up his own potty mouth and taking that home with him. In other news, <laughs> just saying things you know i'm just getting back into it uh, congratulations to coventry uh city of culture for 2021 uh i feel like it's a bit of a i mean sort of a bit of a sucky year to land it but um and it, you know culture's a funny thing isn't it I, I i used to say i hate plays i think that's fair uh i remember one year my my mum bought a sort of season ticket to the old vic like a family group thing for us to go and get some culture go and watch some plays uh and it was all saturday mat matinees and every saturday after well like it felt like it was like i think it was like 10 plays in 12 months or something so like once a month we'd we'd go up to the south bank and uh, we'd go and watch a play you know and every time we would all fall asleep uh it was warm dark and seats were quite comfy and the plays were quite dull don't really enjoy plays sorry um then i realized it's not just play. you know i don't really enjoy uh much in the way of books uh or art uh and then i realized i hate culture and then i thought no that's that's silly isn't it you can't say that what i hate is people um 
I was, and you know, people, we're 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 mainly pointless. Uh, I was thinking about this. So I heard a thing on the radio talking about Coventry, about you know, it's a it's a post-industrial city, and uh, you know, it's the people struggle to sort of find their way in in that kind of environment. And I and I started to think about that. And I started to think actually, actually, maybe I should climb down from, you know, my sort of dogged, willful philistinism and and kind of say well no actually actually culture is a great thing and it does bring people together and you know we we do mainly live pointless lives you know we don't manufacture anything and you know in those industrial towns okay your life was still pretty rotten but you felt like you belonged to something you belonged even if it was just to the company there was a job for you for life uh and that gave it some kind of meaning. But I think that culture does, it does give you some meaning. If people kind of come together for a shared experience of making a thing, particularly or participating in a thing, uh, that, that, that does give us meaning and it does bring people together. And, and, and this podcast has absolutely taught me that. Um, it's definitely not always the most stellar content. I'm honking it out every day. But... To me, at least, uh, it's become a kind of rally point for 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 for, for you for for and 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 this group of sympathetic people, uh, and that means that 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 definitely gives my life meaning. There's absolutely nothing else going on. So hooray for culture, and hooray for Coventry, uh, which incidentally has an all vegan kebab shop, which I am dying to visit. I got there once. I found it. It's like in a suburb of Coventry. It's like a nothing little parade, but it's just this all vegan place. And I was so excited. And I sort of went there and I sort of knocked on the door. I was like, oh, when do you open? And he was like, in four hours. I was like, I cannot sit in a car with my child for four hours. So we had to drive home. So I never got to taste their vegan kebab. They got everything. They got pies. Oh, I should find them. I want to go there. Anyway, let's uh, move on. Let's go to your emails shall we uh, okay that one's from my dad that doesn't count all right dad all right brilliant david alt you know the mathsy one dear jacob and the approval ratings uh, every year there's the desire to pronounce christmas over somewhere in the strange netherworld in the dregs of december of course this day monday the 4th of january is the 11th day of christmas is it yea verily christmas is not over until the typical FTSE 100 CEO has earned in the year so far what the average worker does in the entire year. It's called high pay day. And uh, so, so, so is that, is that today? No. Is that? No. Uh, anyway, he says tomorrow is the 12th day. And in olden times, this was celebrated in various ways. I've spent a good few minutes enjoying the tales of the Lords of Misrule, the Feast of Fools, and so on. But I can't find any ways to tie that into the present day whatsoever. <laughs> Very good. One of the traditions one used to, to do was to uh, consume the wassail. Oh, yeah, the wassailing. Have you gone wassailing? I'd love to know about it. It's not today at swanburst.com. Have you ever wassailed in public? <laughs> I have wassailed in public. Um, long story. Uh, uh, it's a mulled cider, apparently. Oh, I could do that. 
especially on that night, tomorrow night, uh, to go caroling. Yes, at the beginning of January. The stories don't say whether everyone had to face the same way or not. <laughs> That's a really funny idea of a choir facing different directions. Anyway, uh, in other traditions, a cake would be prepared with a bean and a pea baked in. That's P-E-A. And those who received those would be the king and queen of the night's festivities. Oh, this sounds brilliant. Some other parties state that other things were baked in too. The person who got the clove was unbelievably unlucky and had to eat some pretty disgusting cake. No, was the villain. The twig recipient <laughs> probably got some kind of awful poisoning and was the fool. And the one with the rag was uh, someone who enjoyed parties. Uh, one can't help feeling that certain elected representatives have scoffed the entire cake. Yeah, good point. What would you put in a wassail cake? And why? Not today at swanbest.com. Uh, other traditions include pranks such as hiding live birds in a pie. Oh, wow. Yeah, in a pie case. That's as in Sing a Song of Sixpence. That's a funny prank. That's some funny business right there and this has got me to thinking what are the best pranks you've played or have played on you david this is brilliant you've done like all the interaction for the next month not cruel or nasty pranks just nice jokes etc etc did i ever tell you about the third council i don't know if i did uh that was the maddest prank i ever had played on me i'll tell you about that tomorrow if i haven't already told you remind me it was the maddest, most elaborate prank you could possibly imagine. But I'll tell you a prank I did that misfired in the meantime. I was uh, working in, in America. And uh, so I worked for BBC America. And we did this, um, we did a lot of our work, post-production work, because I, I used to cut promos, uh, mainly for ground force. It was a very surreal existence. I lived in America. I commuted in America. I went to an office and I watched Ground Force with Alan Titchmarsh. And I chopped it into little bits and said watch ground force that was my life uh weird anyway doing the editor editing post-production uh we did it in a different company's place where they had all the equipment right so so i would go to this company uh regularly and uh and i would sit in edits and, and we'd finish up these videos and stuff and i remember i remember showing uh, an american editor a guy called lee um who, who was very into Strong stuff. Anyway, uh, I played in this promo and I said, what, what do you think of it? Uh, I had clips of uh, uh, all of the gang from Ground Force. Uh, and he said, yeah, it's fine. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what anybody's saying, but it's fine. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I realized he had like Tommy and then Will. Do you remember Will? He was he was. Uh, yeah. OK. Anyway, anyway point was you know i worked day in day out at this company with these people even though i wasn't really a part of it and uh there was a, a nice woman there and i saw her coming down the corridor she's called christy and she was the sort of liaison person she's coming down this long corridor walking towards me and i thought <laughs> this will be good i could hear her walking down and i ducked down a sort of spur corridor and hid behind the wall and she hadn't seen me i was like this is going to be genius absolute genius and i listened till she drew absolutely right to the corner where i was hiding and i jumped out and went boo oh my god i'm so sorry it wasn't her it was a woman i'd never met before 
who was a brand new client for this company. And she screamed, oh, my God, and threw her coffee into the air, which fountained hot coffee like all over her and the corridor and the wall. And I by then, obviously, I was already effectively on my knees saying, please forgive me. I am so sorry. I thought you were someone else. This is the worst thing I've ever done. And um, she was like, why would you do that? I was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, was, I don't know. It was stupid. I'm sorry. And she's like, that's just asinine. I was like, I, absolutely it is. I am so sorry. And like the, the president of the company had to have a meeting with her. Like there was this new client they were trying to develop a relationship with. And they were like, look, he doesn't work here very much. And we're really sorry. <laughs> Oh, God, it was the worst thing ever, 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 ever. I can feel like my skin crawling, telling you. Oof. Anyway, what pranks have you played? Not today. At swanburst.com. Uh, anyway, with mathematical appreciation, David. Thank you very much indeed for that, David. Are you going wassailing tomorrow? Tell me about uh, the funniest wassail you ever had. <laughs> was it with someone or were you wassailing yourself? Uh, do let me know. I'd love to know. Uh, it's at Not Today Pod 2. Um, I'm going to squeeze in this other email really quickly uh, from Joel, who says, oh, My dear Jake, your Cambridge interview. Oh, yeah. I can't remember when I told you about that. I had an interview for Cambridge University, and this woman just saw me, and it was all very emotional. Anyway, uh, he said it chillingly reminded me of an interview I had with a recruitment consultant on leaving university in the mid-90s. Seeing as the interview was for roles in radio, it was all pretty nice in media, nothing too scary. The recruiter was very personable, and I was happily at ease having a nice chat. At one point, he said, so, do you play sport? Oh, cricket. Right. Do you bat or bowl? A bit of both. Okay, great. And football? Do you like football? Oh, who's your team? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good team. Right. Great. What's 70% of seven? That's when my world fell apart. Well, I know that David Alt, from whom we just heard, has already said 4.9 to himself. I totally froze. Maths wasn't my strongest suit back then, and being caught off guard in this way made me absolutely choke. I must have sat there, reddening by the second, blustering for a good half minute, till I eventually offered... Um, about four and a half. I learned some important lessons that day. One, expect the unexpected in interviews. Two, how to do basic percentages. And three, how to be a nice interviewer. In the 23 years since, I've interviewed hundreds of candidates and have asked many of them the same question, but in a different way. I tend to say, how's your maths? If I were to ask, say, what's 70% of seven... Would you have to use a calculator? Could you work it out? Perhaps you know already. I've tuned it. I've turned it into a test of humility as much as a test of maths. Some give a quick 4.9. Some have a guess. Some are honest about not knowing. Each response is telling in its own way. The only way that will ensure my not giving you a job these days is by answering any of my questions with, That's a good question. Say that and I'll show you the door. Wow, Joel. Blimey. Well, that and not knowing the difference between less and fewer. Uh, but I don't think you'd have made it that far through the process if that were the case. Well, Joel, I hope you don't think any the fewer of me uh, for not knowing the answer to your question. But thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks very much for being here. We're back. It's all happening. Come on. It's all kicking off, bruv. I'll see you down the car park, yeah, for a Brexit bust up. See you tomorrow. Bye bye. <laughs>
This has been a Swanburst Media production. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.